Hey everyone, welcome back to the Anna Chats podcast. Uh, today we have a special guest on, Simon. Um, we have been friends for two years now through the coaching world and we thought we'd just come on today and have a bit of chat about, I think more like mental health than anything um, through this and maybe just our journeys over the last year. So Simon, introduce yourself to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me on. It's going to be uh, an interesting conversation. And uh, take, take two, we had some technical difficulties. <laughs> Um, nothing worse than recording a podcast and nothing works but yeah I've been in the industry for eight years now to just about just over two years online which has been an incredible journey obviously I'm sure we'll talk about everything how we met two years ago in Dubai and the kind of journey that we've kind of gone from there but um yeah it's going to be it's been been incredible and I'm sure it'll be an interesting conversation yeah definitely and I think that's the the first thing that I wanted to talk about was when we actually met in person in Dubai because we were in the same coaching group for I don't know, like 10 months um, together before that, Adam invited us both to Dubai for a work event. And what I thought was really interesting was I looked at you at that point and like, I really looked up to you then. Um, not that I don't now, but <laughs> I looked at you because you came across as a really confident person, like you were dominating your business, you were succeeding. Um, and I think what's really interesting is maybe that wasn't how you were feeling inside. Um, and I think the, my reason for obviously wanting to talk about that as well is I think a lot of females females are quite open about their emotions and males not so much so I think it'd be really interesting for women to hear about how you actually struggled with some of the things that we we don't even think that men do um so yeah just talk me for a little bit like obviously at that point I thought you were you were feeling really good but how were you actually feeling at that point what was going on yeah well looking back at it right now and it was really interesting going back to Dubai like this month and kind of looking back and seeing actually how different it was because when I first went to Dubai, I, it, I nearly didn't go on that trip because I was there worried, what's everyone to think? Everyone's going to think I'm a weirdo. Don't want to put myself into that uncomfortable position. I'm so happy I did because I genuinely believe that trip was like one of the most pivotal moments of my life. Like, it's really weird. I felt like I went on that trip a boy and I came out a man. Like, that's a big, big, big statement. Um, but I was there, like, literally just shy in the corner. Like, yeah, business was going well, training, physique, all these different things were going well. But how I felt inside and constantly second guessing myself. Um, one, it's tiring. Two, it held me back so many different ways. And three, just a lot of people can see something on social media or see something how you come across, but it doesn't mean you can actually see or understand what's going on in their own head. Um, and I, you completely agree with what you say. Is a lot of guys don't speak about their emotions or they think it's weak. I think genuine, like true strength will actually come from going, hey, look, I've struggled with this. This is how I'm dealing with it. Hey, it might actually help you as well. And that's something I'm really trying to not portray that I'm fucking Superman on my social media because uh, I'm not and no one is. We're all humans at the end of the day. We all have feelings, we all have emotions and been able to deal with those and combat them and actually kind of say, hey, I'm struggling with this. I think that's true strength for sure. Yeah, massively. I think from a guy as well, like you said, because it's always like, it's always assumed that guys are like this tough, like alpha male. And actually for you to be able to understand yourself, it's just so much growth. Like what was your, like, what was your biggest fear when you were there? Or like, what was your, your biggest emotion that you felt like constantly overtook you? Like I know mine was, mine was overwhelmed massively. Like that was the biggest thing that, that my biggest issue. What was yours? More like social anxiety kind of thing. Like worrying about putting myself out and what people are going to think. I'm going to think I'm going to weird. Or am, I, am I going to say the wrong thing? What are people going to think about me? Um, and that just holds you back in so many different ways. Like I wouldn't have met yourself. I wouldn't have met people I'm going to be traveling with. I wouldn't have met Kieran, who's literally helped change my life in the last 12 months. I wouldn't have even met some of these people. I wouldn't be moving my business to Dubai. I wouldn't have traveled if I hadn't have had 
month to uh, do, do that. So I think the more that you can run into those fears, it's, it's going to be absolutely essential. But yeah, it was more like a social anxiety, worrying what people think. And the more I speak to clients, I think so many people do struggle with that in a certain degree. Um, it might not be in a social aspect. It might be in a work aspect. It might be in a family aspect, but they're always worried what other people think. And I think genuinely everyone's worried about the same thing. No one actually gives a shit. <laughs> Literally, I think it's a, it is such a big thing, isn't it? It's because you're, when people are dieting, they're like going off track, but people are worried about what they'll think if they're dieting. People are worried what other people think of them in the gym, especially females are like, why are they looking at me? What are they thinking of me? And it's crazy because on the outside, you think that everybody is really confident. You think that everybody's smashing it. And it's the same, I guess, in the case of us is that everyone perceives that from us as coaches as well, that you don't have your own struggles and your own barriers to overcome. Um, but like we do, yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> I guess it's how you overcome them and how you sort of throw yourself into to moving forward from it. What do you think like was the hardest moment for you? Like when you felt like that, like what was, what was the toughest moment for you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hardest part was that um original trip was actually because i'd never i'd never been outside of jersey for people who don't know i come from like a tiny little island jersey nine miles by five miles everybody knows everyone um you, i could go out on my own no 20 million people there's not 20 million people in jersey but you know what i mean <laughs> White people. <laughs> people when you go out and to literally go to a completely different country on my own is the first time i'd ever done it um and i knew that i didn't know anybody there so just actually putting myself completely out there full vulnerability like i'm gonna be a different country i've never even been to that country in my life that was definitely the hardest part and i'm so happy that it went well because all of a sudden kind of my thought process and relationship with putting myself into uncomfortable situations started to change i started to realize that hey if i do challenge myself it's probably going to be okay. Nothing's going to go wrong. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, like going out and like just meeting people. Like how how could it go wrong? But you just build up this like anxiety in your head, don't you? Like you build all these scenarios and you're like, this is going to happen. Like I was talking to a client earlier about doing a photo shoot and I was like, what's the worst that could happen? And she's like, oh, I don't actually know. And I'm like, well, like it's just humans just live it. We just live in fear, don't we? So yeah, no, it's good to know. And like, I listened to your podcast earlier, actually. It was from Feb 2021. <laughs> and it was when you got back from Dubai. I think your friend interviewed you. And I actually thought it was really interesting because even though you'd come back from that trip feeling better and you'd felt like, obviously you said you left a man, you still actually sounded like full of a bit of doubt on your own abilities and when I had a conversation with you this year in Dubai you you actually genuinely seemed just really confident and reassured like confident in yourself what do you think changed through that like that last year like what self-growth did you go through I think understanding my strengths and weaknesses where I'm good where I'm not so good <laughs> and also understanding that my brain and how I think about things is different and that's okay. When I was a kid, like fully transparency, like I got along with everyone. I get along with everyone, but I always felt like I was never in the group. If you know what I mean, I was kind of like an outsider. And I think that was because I thought really differently to people and I just acted really differently. Like, what 10 year old kid draws up a spreadsheet saying he's going to go to the rugby, he's going to go to the rugby club and do this many kicks on this foot, this many kicks on this foot. He's only, he's only allowed to stop if he makes this much percentage. Like what, what kid does that? Like no one, but that's just how my brain works is how, how I work. 
And I used to think that was a bad thing, but understanding that that can serve me in some incredible ways from a business perspective, a training perspective, physique perspective, it can be incredible, but also understanding where I need to maybe ha have a bit more flexibility. I think just actually understanding myself has been the biggest thing and saying it's okay to be different. It's okay not to be best friends with everyone. You don't need to be best friends with everyone because I used the reason that I, when I was a kid, probably on the outside and all I ever did was try and become the best at everything. I became the best tennis player because everyone likes you the best. I became the best rugby player because everyone likes you the best. I became the best PT because everyone likes you the best. I tried to become the best online coach, but you're never going to be the online coach. There's so many freaking many of them. Okay. <laughs> everyone likes beat me, you know that. <laughs> yeah, it's, on, it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> the race. Um, yeah, it's that, and I think that, that that's it. It's just about fully understanding yourself. And I think we both, I, I think why I wanted this conversation as well is because we've both almost been through these stages together, haven't we? Because we both did a shoot with Ben and, you know, Ben's like, Ben took us both into the online coaching world. And then we both went to Dubai in a bit of a shit place. Like I remember I felt so overwhelmed. I felt so stressed. Like I hated that trip. Like I had such a bad time because I was like, well, obviously there were players, parts of it that were great, but there was so much in me that I couldn't concentrate and like fully check into what I was doing. And I looked around and I was like, everybody's so happy, but I'm not. And I think that's that's what's so interesting. Like both over the last year, haven't we worked with Kieran and with Ben to actually just really like find ourselves. And I think now I'm in that position as well, where I really understand like who I am. And that means that I can help people so much better and actually just... It, like when you're having shit days you actually just start to get why like you don't beat yourself up for it rather than actually just coming in crawling in a cave and uh <laughs> thinking that you're alone i think those uh those feelings and emotions that pop up you're never going to stop them popping up but i know like for me karen's always said like make them a thing like yeah. imagine them in front of you because if they're in front of you they're just something and you can deal with it if you just push them down push them down push them down which everyone does so often like I always use a phrase, don't let the, uh, the rice boil over. Like if you just keep it going, it's eventually it's going to go bang and it is going to hit a point where you just are end, end up in a really bad place, which you don't want to be. Okay. Yeah. And it deserves to have that feeling. How about you? What would you say is the biggest change that you've had? Um, for, for sure, understanding my emotions because like I'm a, I'm a big softie at heart and I think I always, always put on a persona that I would like a bit of a tough one is, is like a protection barrier. And I think for me, like over the last year is just fully understanding, like you said, like when I feel emotional, I feel like I'm not doing well, very well, actually just being able to identify how far I have come because I have done really well and I am doing really well and I'm helping other people. And it's just actually about recognizing that rather than sitting beating myself up for weeks and weeks and weeks I'll just have a moment and then I'm like right Anna like what is this emotion how do we deal with it and then how can you move forward from it because I think like you probably know that when you start a business at a young age and it goes well you never expect you don't know how to handle it do you like no one ever taught us how to run a business or how to work like I work with we work with like plus 80 females no one ever taught me how to do that and taking on all of their problems as well as your own like you have to, you have to learn and you have to learn quick, don't you? <laughs> I think running a business is the best self-development thing that you can ever do. Ever, because, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't evolve and you don't learn, you don't grow as a no. business. But also you've got so much, so many responsibilities that you have to take on quickly. Like, especially when you start to hire staff and team and different things like that as well. Like I shit myself when my, well, my best mate, he worked full time for me. And then my sister, it, it really hit home. My sister left her job. She was in finance, had a really good job, and she yeah. left. Yeah. I was like, I'm now my sister's only source of income. This has to work. Yeah. Okay. 
it is scary. It is. I think I felt like that when I took uh, like took on Victoria. I was like, okay, well, like, and even now she's on. Like, I'm gonna move more into training Vanna, and I'm like, oh, the pressure. But it's good because I almost feel like I've got a dependent <laughs> because I want to look after her and I want to do the best for her as well as me. And then I want to grow. Like, I want to take on another one of my best friends. So it's. I know what you mean. Like, you have that dependency, but it's good because it pushes you to do things that. That pushes you to work harder, doesn't it? Like, and, and want to succeed more. End up doing things for a bigger reason than just you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's really, it's like the gratification of that and seeing her loving her job is great. Not that she didn't before, but finding something that will allow her to travel and her to have the freedom that I have. Yeah, it's, it's super rewarding. How did you, how do you think that you felt in Dubai this time compared to last time? Like, did it feel different to you? Because it felt really different to me. I had a cool appearance last night and I was saying I literally felt like I love the word thrive I literally just felt like I was thriving across all areas I felt alive I felt like I was living and uh did a podcast with Ben on Monday and he was like what's next for Simon I just said one I want to be known for building the men and leaders of the future but two I just want to genuinely see how good can life be yeah that's because awesome. like I don't like what, what's the limit there is no limit the only limit you say is you tell yourself. So like there's so many cool activities, met incredible people, so many freaking memories. And then make it is literally made me wonder what the fuck have I been doing for the last 20 odd years? Like, why, why have I not been doing this? Because I think everyone says, uh, I'll do this when. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Like <laughs> I, I, did, I, did, I did it for two years, particularly if you're an online coach. And I know you will have lots of online coaches like, most people start an online business because they want to go and travel. They'll say, I'll travel when. Okay, you'll have clients who will say, I'll get back on track when. You have clients, I'll do a photo shoot when. When never fucking comes. Do it tomorrow, do it tomorrow, do it yesterday. Okay. Yeah, uh, it, it does. Like yeah. that, you just some so many people do. It. And I like I have been there as well. And I think even now, like the prospect of traveling on my own next year, because everywhere I've been so far, like Dubai, we were quite lucky. There's quite a lot of us out there, isn't there? Like, it's like a it's like a hub for online coaches. <laughs> um, and when I went to Ibiza, I was with someone. So I think for me, like that's my biggest fear is actually, obviously actually going and doing it. Like rather than saying like when, like I'm saying I'm going to fucking do it, but I'm petrified. But like everything I, like you probably feel the same, everything that I've done that scares me is just so rewarding. And then like, what what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, if I don't like it, I'll just come home. <laughs> Not that I will. <laughs> But yeah, going to Dubai this time is just genuinely insane. Like I just felt felt alive the whole time. Like I was just everything was where I wanted to be, around the right people, incredible memories, business was going well, helping people, just impact, freedom, um, everything. It was incredible. How about you? How was it different? Yeah, it was really different actually. I came when I went. I wasn't. I don't think that I was like a hundred percent in the like the right mindset that I wanted to be. Like I'd lived in Ibiza, and I felt like my environment was just wrong. Like because like you I'm I'm really driven to succeed and I am really hard on myself because I always know that I can do better I want to do better um, but I think for me like the biggest turnaround is actually starting to appreciate that I am doing well because it's you always want to you don't want to cross that barrier do you between people thinking that you're like full of yourself and like you you know like I, I never want that because I feel like I'm quite a humble person and I like to help people and do things nice things for people I think if I turned around and I was like yeah I'm fucking smashing it look at me go people would be like who is this bitch <laughs> but I think I really it really resonated with me when I was there that like I could do that like 
I actually looked at myself and I was like, you are doing really well. Like you've done well, you've built this on your own. Like you've completed it, mate. Like <laughs> you're growing, you're doing well. And I think the other thing for me is that I actually could relax and unwind because I never do that. Like I never chill. I never have like more than half a day off or a day off here and there. I'm always doing something. So actually for me to switch off and Victoria come over for four days was like life-changing. Like, and then I just enjoyed myself for a couple of weeks after. But speaking, you, you said you were so nervous about actually taking that time off. Um, that's a huge, that's a huge shift though. I'm the same. I think that's a, that's a really big one is that's why I love Dubai so much is because I feel like you can go on like a two hour holiday when I'm here. I just yeah. end up. <laughs> end up working for the sake of working whereas there is so freaking efficient because i'm like hey we're gonna go do some cool shit um and like i struggle to switch off like if we were just watching tv or something i'd just be like head going oh, i could do this could do that could do this whereas when you can actually go and do an activity freaking do a skydive whatever it might be just even just going down the beach where there's cool stuff going on it's so much easier to switch off and then when you do switch on it's so much more like potent yeah absolutely and i think it's when you're when you've got your own business it's like that guilt of taking time off because you're like every time you take time off you feel like that business could it could not grow you know like and you want it to constantly grow and I don't think people realize that how much you have to put into a coaching business to even just keep it like keep it maintaining let alone then making it grow and managing staff and and everything um but the skydive we did the skydive together didn't we yes how did you find it what are your memories of it (laughs) my memory looking over at you and you just (laughs) You are. Oh yeah, we jumped out of the plane together, didn't we? And I, I remember yeah. that man opened. I felt, do you know, what? I felt confident going up there. I was like, this is okay. I'm not scared. And then when the man opened the door, you looked at me, and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I looked over. You were like, head was back. I was like, see ya. Jumped out of the plane. Honestly, yeah. I th- it's generally one of the best things that I've ever done. Like. I prefer the falling bit so much more. The parachute, when honestly, when they started loosening those straps, I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you jump out, don't you? And then you do like the, I remember I just look, was looking forward. The man was like, just wait here, he's going first. Luckily, we got to go first, didn't we? Like we were last in the plane, so first out. And so I just looked at me and it was like, fuck yeah, and jumped out. And I was like, oh my God, he's just falling out of the plane. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and the man was like, three, two, and then just launched me out. But I remember the man the same to me, he's like, smile, smile. So I just look like I'm really happy, like peanut head, like falling through the sky. I love that. I listened to your podcast and I heard, yeah, just like this falling peanut through the sky. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, the, the, the free fall bit was interesting, wasn't it? Like, I remember my face was like, yeah. stuck back but then when they lift the parachute they, it's almost like they have to loosen it a bit don't they and you're like oh like you know when you go down like on a um like a roller coaster that's what it feels like doesn't it yeah uh, you know you can do your, your instructor's course for two grand yeah i feel like i need to do that because <laughs> you because could... then you can actually skydive anywhere for like 25 quid apparently and you can jump out of a plane on your own can you imagine jumping out of the plane first time on your own ah uh, finished i'd be like where's the strap where's the strap where's the parachute <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'd need to do it with someone like above me to make sure that I'm, I'm safe. Because <laughs> no, yeah. I probably wouldn't. I probably would. They'd be like, "Oh, you forgot to put parachute on or something." Can I just <laughs> tumble into the ground? So, <laughs> anyway, what's your what's your plans for next year then? Oh my god! Oh my Everything. god! <laughs> yeah, 
everything, what anything and everything. But I just never, I never want to say no to an opportunity, an opportunity to travel, an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to help people, whatever it might be. Just never say no. Just see how how good can life be. Travel, experience different places, different people, different countries, different cultures, and just keep growing and impacting as many guys as we can. Um, yeah, just complete life in one whole year. <laughs> well, where are your, what's your travel plans where is next for you oh well in a week i go to paris skin skin in france then potentially amsterdam london and then back to jersey for a little bit i've got to i suppose you probably have to do some time here <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bit. yeah keep, keep the family happy and um, and then i think next year game plan is lisbon potentially Mexico, Dubai, Bali, back to Jersey, Ibiza, Marbella, Italy, Dubai. Crazy. Yeah. Life. You? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't, do you know what? I don't really have, well, I've got a setting plan. Mexico, I've got on the 19th of uh, Feb. I'm hoping to go to Europe before that. And then I'm actually going back to Dubai for March, April, May. And then... And then who knows? I don't actually have any plans after that. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go somewhere, but I haven't planned it yet. So we'll see. It'll be a massive squad in Bali. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here surfing. Watch. Yeah. Shock. <laughs> Competitive again. <laughs> I had an interesting question for you because you said to me before the podcast that you had an interesting question for me. So I actually really thought about one. Go on, if you had one week left on the planet, what are the top three things that you would like to do? A bit morbid, but before you die. <laughs> um, one uh, helicopter ride through the Grand Canyon. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Two, I've got a weird thing for waterfalls. I want to like, I don't know what waterfall, but I want to ride a kayak like off the end of a waterfall. Oh my God. What, and face first into the water? All send. Yeah. <laughs> Send off the end. Um, and number three, they're all like adrenaline junkie things. That's I don't know. Adrenaline junkie, then go for it. <laughs> no, I re- really, really want to do one of the like night fire party things at, um, in Bali. I think that'd be yeah. epic. Oh, what, like yeah. on the beach? Yeah, on the beach. Oh, is it? They call him a full moon party. Yeah, I think so. They're a bit dangerous, I think. Just be careful with your drinks. <laughs> be great, man. Yes, boss. Sorry, yeah. mom. <laughs> yes, mum. <laughs> what about uh, you? Well, I thought about mine a little bit, but I'd only thought about two. I would want to have like the sickest party that ever. Like hire like the biggest penthouse suite ever. And then just have like everybody that I love and know and just have like a wild run for like a good 12 hours. Like cake, <laughs> prosecco, like just <laughs> all go for it. And then I really want to go base jump in. Oh. Yeah, because I think that would be scary. It, it, there's um, that's off a building, isn't it? Yeah, or, or something like that. So you, I think you basically just jump and let go, let go of the parachute. Yeah, like you look like a squirrel, don't you? Because you've got like the little. Oh no! Nah, base, no, base jumping is just like for the squirrels. It looks epic. Oh, I do want to. Yeah, no, it's. it's I want to like basically. I want to jump off a building in a city. In a squirrel, in a squirrel suit. Yeah, like in New York or something, just jump off. Because I feel like that would be my biggest moment of fear. Um, would be like just <laughs> what was that? Get you some squirrels. 
Screw yeah, I think that would be like that'd be petrifying, wouldn't it? So that's what I want to do. At number three. Oh, I don't know. I've been trying to think about it for ages, but I can't. I've left the side down. I'll come back to you on that one. Okay. My question: If you go back to any age, what would you go back to, and why? Or do you know what? In all honesty, twenty-eight now. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, I I had I didn't enjoy school. I didn't like that at all. And I feel like every year that I get older, like it gets better, like life gets better. And I think I, I've had the time of my life this year, even with it being lockdown, like I had a great, I had so many experiences in Ibiza and I've like, I fully get myself now. Like I feel like a strong, independent woman <laughs> and I've never felt like this before. So yeah, 28 for me, for sure. What would be yours? Same. Would Maybe. it? Yeah. I wouldn't have said that that long ago. I would have said back. I always used to think that it was like uh, I got the opportunity to potentially go to America when I was like 17 and go and play sport, sports out there whilst I was at college and things like that um, and didn't do it. And that was one of my regrets. But now I wouldn't be where I am if I had done that because yeah. start started the business at 16, 17. And if I was in the US, I wouldn't have done that. So yeah, genuinely, like literally right now, I feel like I'm alive. Everything is just exactly. I feel like I'm doing exactly what I should be doing, exactly where I need to be, and fucking excited for the future. It's gonna be epic. Have you got oh. any more surprise questions for me? I hope not. <laughs> nah, I was only joking when I said that. Anyway, oh. but <laughs> I, I, love, I love that question. I was. Uh, all right, where do you see? Okay, I'll, I'll give you one. Where do you see uh, Train of Anna in ten years? Oh my god, that's such a big time scale. Um, I would I would really love to have like three girls working for me um, so that we can have like a full beefy squad um, running regular photo shoots every day. <laughs> this is why the girls love me because I say things really weird. Um, I would love to be running photo shoots every three months because like the way that it changes the girls and like the experience that everybody had was incredible. Um, and I would love to do um, whether it's training or not, I would love to do motivational speaking for sure. Um, I would love to get a group of girls in and really just help them sort of think outside the box because I think women have so many limiting beliefs, which I had before as well. Um, and really just, yeah, share my experience and help them overgrow theirs, really. You? I'm similar with the like speaking things. I want to be able to help and impact people at scale. Like, don't get me wrong, we can help a lot of people, but I think actually being able to go and share like out like both of our stories and things like that of like in school. I didn't take a d traditional route. I wasn't, I, mean, I did okay at school, but I wasn't brilliant. I and now <laughs> you, can, you can be what, I hate the word successful, fucking hate the word successful, but like what people see as successful, you can do that. doesn't matter who you are, what you do. The only person that will stop that is you. Like actually genuinely being able to show kids that you don't have to do things the normal way. You don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the fastest, the fittest, the healthiest, whatever it might be. If you want to do something, you can fucking do it. The only thing that will stop you is you. So being able to do that and um, like full like aesthetic strength wise actually within the business. 10 years is a long time. I know. When you said that to me, I was thinking actually that was pretty much my goal for the next two years, not 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 10 years is a big, because I want to have my cafe in 10 years. So I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, you said about your plans for a cafe. Though. Yeah. yeah. Well, what she's going to be called and it's going to be amazing <laughs> it's going to be amazing <laughs> I, say, I reckon we'll, we will have so we now run AS Lite and AS Elite I want to have three AS Elite clients 
uh, coaches, sorry, and then probably like five or six AS light. So probably probably coaching like 500, 500 of people. Um, that is a squad. Uh, that is a squad. That is uh, a squad. <laughs> I just want to be known for building the men and leaders of the future. It's like yeah. in a nutshell. I'll have the women, you'll have the men. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> retreat, retreat. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been good to chat to you. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much. Epic. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye.